everyone, and welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live broadcast brought to you here by Frontline Gaming. We are your hosts, Nikki D. Cannon, producer extraordinaire, and I'm Seth the Mad Duck, your competitive correspondent. Nikki, bud, how you been doing? Hey, it's uh, another week that I am on, <laughs> and I'm on video now, so I'm getting used to this, I think. We're, we're getting the hang of things yeah, here, yeah. but I'm, I'm good. Seth, you're back after a week, actually more than a, yeah, more than a week. a couple weeks how, off how, for me. How does it feel to be? How does it feel for you to be back in the seat? It's, Is this just second nature? It's it's good to be back in the chair. You know, I missed being here, but you know, the week after uh, ACO, I I came back. I I got back in late Monday, Tuesday night. I actually recorded a, a piece with another yep. content creator. I'll talk about it later. And yeah. I was just just straight back into work Tuesday, and I was just I was I was gassed. Um, and then last week I was ready to come back, and then sure. Nurgle. Uh, Nurgle Matt specifically uh, blessed me <laughs> with a cold in the middle of the summer. So uh, I basically lost my voice that day and I was like, well, I guess I've got to on the show. So yeah. it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Good. You're, and you are fully, vo- fully voiced here, ready to go at full, yep, yep. At full volume. I, and, I had uh, a checkup today, uh, but you know, they said my throat was still a little abnormal, but you know, I'm here. I'm ready for you. I got to say, and Seth, I was a little worried or concerned because with me being in the seat here with kicker you know you're so used to doing the introduction and it is you might almost say it's a fixed introduction mm-hmm. uh but then we we were changing it up to kind of have this tactical? tactical yeah i was waiting to see are you going to go a fixed approach you're going to go a tactical approach and uh i think you're geared up for the tactical mission cards my friend how, how do you feel about that uh, so i've been playing some games and yeah. uh right off the bat i was playing fixed kind of feeling like that was you know, the, the more reliable, Way to go. um, but I really had some friends push me. And then I had the, the guys over at, uh, Vanguard tactics, push me to oh, really yeah. try out, uh, and build a list to play tactical. Got to say I'm a tactical guy now. <laughs> How about well, you, Nikki? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to find out because I am playing in my first 10th edition RTT this upcoming weekend. I got my list locked in and yeah. it does include both a great and clean one and Rodigus, the named great and clean one. So it's, I don't know how I'm going to do, but I'm going to play. I want to go and play three games in a day. See how mm-hmm. I feel about the thing. I'm running a monster mash list with yep, them, yep. Uh, with them, with Bellacor, with the Lord of change, with Cairo fate weaver. Uh, as I'm looking through the codex and as I've talked to some other demons player, I, I am definitely feeling the pull to going towards a more wide list, more small units that are able to do things. So we'll see how this goes. We're, we're figuring out a lot of things about 10th edition, including Seth, something we'll talk about later uh, about terrain formats. What's recommended mm-hmm. there, you know, the missions for tournament, so right now i'm in a trial and error position but i i just want to go and play with two great unclean ones that's my approach for the weekend so that's uh, what we're i did i did have a little i wouldn't i i i hesitate to call it hobby progress but technically i did <laughs> paint this army so i'm counting it as hobby progress for this you, week yes. I, I reacquired uh some of you from the show uh back when remember shelby uh i had painted her this this kind of metallic blue and orange necron army uh she's downsizing her collection and the rule i had when i painted that army was if you ever try to sell it you got to sell it to me first so <laughs> I, I reacquired the shelby crons they're back in my possession uh so excited to mess around with them they're not going to be uh, you know my mainstay obviously mainstays orcs yeah. but yeah. um you know I, I i have a lot of cool necrons now and i i made it a tabletop scheme so i can 
get it up to tabletop standard very quickly. But that was the goal with that particular army. So it is something that I could kind of throw around and get on the table quickly if I need to. So I'm excited to have it back. So that's my hobby progress. Did you have any hobby progress? No, I was uh, off partying and gallivanting. Partying at a, a first birthday party for a family member, so <laughs> you uh, you know some some very serious uh, you know baby baby games and yeah, uh, yeah. lots of lemonade uh, because it was in a public park. It was just normal summer yellow lemonade, but always mm-hmm. really great. So it was nice to be around family. Um, nice to eat a lot of good seafood since I am from New England. And I grew up in a beach town up there, so that was really exciting. But I, I am very excited to be back onto the 40k hype train. And mm-hmm. Seth, speaking of that. You wanna you wanna get into a little bit about what's going on on the 40k hype train here? Come because we've got we've got new releases. Yep. So we've got pre-orders up, and it's the the kind of same old story we've seen, which is when they release these characters in bundles. Uh, so like Farsight and Snickrot were released, and Combat Patrols, and the Lion was released with a kind of a vanguard of a Blagar veteran. They are now releasing those models as individual kits, which yep. is always great to see um, because those are just. I, one, that was the only way you get the line, period. And the new sculpts for Farsight and Snickrot are fantastic. So great. excited to see those back out in the wild for everyone to grab it, grab them and get their hands on. So, But there was something else that you were interested in. Not only do we appreciate the models and the sculpts about the games that we play, but I'm a little bit of a... Uh, you, you might want to call me narrative, Nikki D. I, I do love to get into the Nikki lore. Nikki D narrative? <laughs> yeah. That could be it. So I do love to get into some reading. And uh, actually, one of the authors that I really like for for uh, Warhammer and 40K um, is John French. And mm-hmm. the new and coming out on pre-order this weekend, um, the Cypher novel. So it's going to get into how Cypher escapes the rock and kind of what he's doing, where he's going. Uh, it being Cypher, I'm betting there's going to be some subterfuge there. Was there was it true the Lion book that came out in the end of ninth where like Cypher basically makes it to the throne room? That did you? I did not. I did not read the Lion Book. I've I've heard great things about that one, but it just hasn't I, gotten onto my onto my reading list though. I mean, this so is I like what I heard. So people could be telling me I'm you know a lie, but I heard he made it to the throne room, and that the emperor possessed a dead custode to talk to him, and then Cipher left the throne room and went and woke up the lion. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, you know what? And, uh, and, and Seth, I'm, I'm realizing here too, sure that, that, uh, you know, it's not just you and I on the show here tonight. We've also got yeah, the there's chat. chat. There's chat. So chat, if you've been familiar, or if you just want to, you know, pull up some, uh, Google foo real quick and, uh, <laughs> get us an answer on that part too. Happy to do it. But, but yeah, I'm really excited. I will be pre-ordering, um, the, the, the cypher, not cypher. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm not a huge dark angels fan myself personally, but cypher, the character I think is one of my favorite in 40 K. So, I'm really excited for that. That's that's what we got for pre-orders coming up this weekend. But Games Workshop did cover a large number of previews this past weekend. They called it the Not 40K Preview. Seth, you want to guess why? There was no 40K. You got it. Now, there there might be some models <laughs> that could be used in 40K, two of them in particular. But uh, first, though, we got to talk about... Uh, we, we got to talk about this age of Sigmar. We know cities of Sigmar is coming out. They're coming out. I think this summer with their battle tome and, and Sigmar, their battle yep. tomes, 40 K we get our codex, right? Uh, yep. cities of Sigmar are what used to be known in the old, old world as the empire, um, mm-hmm. new kits. They're they've the got humans. a bunch. They're, the they're humans. The just basic bros trying to live in that crazy realm of Sigmar. 
Yes, the basic bros that are not the uh, King Arthur knights that were the yeah, Bretonians, which were also also fantastic. Uh, but Cities of Sigmar, some amazing models that are here. I think this has always been they're, they're I guess Seth, would you call them like the Imperial Guard of Age of Sigmar? Just your yeah. normal going around, right? They've got artillery, so they've got that. They both have armies with horses. Um, but the thing that's above your head here, Seth. I don't see anything like that in the yeah, 40k no, range. Uh, this model, unique. yeah, absolutely amazing. I'm thinking that this is uh, definitely one that I might pick up and, and just paint just for the fun of it because it's something that looks pretty cool. The details it goes into uh, the you know the manticore. It's a mix of several different animals as a fantasy element. So looking really fantastic. I'm I'm a big fan. I'm I want to paint it up. I won't do it justice, but I'm gonna give it my darndest try. That's what I'm gonna be going for. Um, and that's, right. that's what I'm going to do. But we've got that. Um, Seth, what about the, uh, what about, what about models Plastic that knights, Plastic Knights, the Knight Acheron and Knight Castigator, uh, which were formerly two Forge World kits uh, yep. coming in plastic. Um, they already, was it the Lancer they already announced in plastic? I think so. Yeah. So this and is now. So these are the other right? two, the other two knights on that, that Sarastus chassis. So mm -hmm. I, you know, kind of expected those, but I'm, I'm excited to see them. Um, I'm not excited to see Knights as a different discussion, but I'm excited <laughs> for those kits. Yeah, we'll save that for the main part of today's uh, today's chat, but also just given some of the uh, other other items that have been going on. So we've got a couple of Knights. I probably will be adding. I do have a an Imperial Knight collection myself, mm -hmm. so I, I'll probably add those. I haven't really played Knights in a long time, and I don't necessarily have a desire to play Knights right here, right now. But I... I I need to have them for my collection. Uh, when it comes to them, I'm more of a collector, not a player of the uh, of the knight variety. But uh, other other items here, some of the Age of Sigmar uh, skirmish base games we've yeah. got from War uh, War Cry, the Cruel Boys Monster Killers. Mm -hmm. um, they've got some ape like things there. And yeah, some other interesting yeah. models. <laughs> I'm, I'm still not a fan of the Cruel Boys. Today. The kind of lanky, gangly mm -hmm. orc. I like I like my orcs meteor. Yeah, the to me the orcs, the cruel boys, they they look almost too lifelike, like Lord of the Rings lifelike for me. Where I, I kind of expect yeah. it to be a more cartoonish, I think. Exactly. So my my personal take. But on the other hand, things that I do like, I grew up playing Warhammer Fantasy. I grew up playing a specific army that is the Skaven. And mm -hmm. if Skaven, if slash when Skaven get a total range refresh in Age of Sigmar, I will be diving in headfirst to those waters. And if they look like anything, if, if the models look anything like Scabix Plague Pack from the uh, Warhammer Underworlds that you're seeing on the screen, mm -hmm. I am I am totally in it. Uh, especially these guys are the clan Pestilence-themed Plague Monks. So they're your, you know, they're, they're your rats that love disease, that they love Nurgle. So obviously, Seth, you can see the crossover with my, with my particular love of all things Nurgle uh, that's there for these guys. So huge fan. Another thing where I will be picking up this pack, I will be, when they, when they eventually come out, we don't know when that's going to be yet. But uh, th this, this to me, that reveal, absolute home run. Love it. Love it. Well, uh, we, you know, speaking of things that we love, <laughs> speaking of things we love, you know, good surprises sometimes come in small packages. Um, <laughs> everyone was kind of hypothesizing that Epic was coming back and they did announce Horus Heresy, the uh, Horus Heresy Legions Imperialis, which is Epic scale 40K. And I got to tell you, I missed out on Epic when I was a kid. That was not a game okay. I played, but I've always heard good things about it. So I was kind of always like keeping an eye on it and, and hoping it was going to come back. Um, and as soon as I saw these models and particularly those two warhounds in the back, I went, oh, 
are those the exact same scale that Titanicus is? And later this, that this earlier this week, they said, yep, those are the same scale as Titanicus and Aeronautica, meaning all of those, those ranges of models and those ranges of terrain. Oh, they can cross over, huh? They can cross over. And so I'm super excited for this system to see when it drops. Um, if, if there's, any game that I'm going to pick up just to kind of screw around and, and have as a casual game, I think this is it because it looks so much fun. You know, I can paint, you know, all those little infantry and vehicles that quick tabletop, you know, three colors. Uh, I think it'd be a lot of fun to screw around with. So I'm excited for it. Um, I don't know if other folks are because I know the big complaint was, well, what about my Eldar and my Orcs? And I'm like, I don't give a crap. Let's start here. Let's get this to work. Then they can add the other stuff. That'll be fine. Yeah, I was a little surprised because when the previews came out Saturday, Seth, in our group chat, yeah. that this was the thing you were most excited for, where you were like, I, I must have it, uh, which which, which I, I, you know, you said you'd never played Epic. I never, I, it never hit that part for me either. Mm-hmm. Um, when you, when I hear Epic, I just think of the song Epic by Faith No More. That's, that's my <laughs> frame of reference for these things. But uh, for, for, it, it does look really cool. Uh, I've seen, you know, been reading through some of the posts into what that's, uh, what exactly that's going to look like. So, you know, to each their own. And, uh, but uh, yeah, a lot that's coming out from Games Workshop, a lot of really exciting reveals. Um, that we're that we're coming from but uh i I think that we're probably i I think we probably didn't get any 40k previews or reveals because it was called the not 40k preview yeah yeah and we're probably you know with we know that 40k codexes are going to be coming soon right end of end of summer beginning of fall Mm -hmm. for the first couple so i'm pretty sure that we should be expecting more 40k stuff pretty soon but Seth, we've got plenty of new 40k stuff to cover. Anyways. Yeah, so Hold I, think on. We're I just okay got, I got crazy news. Uh, one that? of the guys in chat uh, just mentioned Costing 555 that some of the Aeronautica planes are getting discontinued. So now I have to rush out and get the Aeronautica planes. Mm. Now I have a new mission, huh? Site. Yeah, <laughs> the FLG site. Can we pause the show? Let's pause the show real quick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, so I mean, Seth, you might want to pause the show. You might want to, you know, perhaps even travel back in time you know uh that that may be something you'd be interested in to make sure you get that you've done a little bit of time travel this week is that am i am i incorrect in that <laughs> i took a lot of day well i don't know if that counts as try to, to not problem, what i was I did, thinking about i did <laughs> i did watch some movies i uh my wife and i managed to get out and go see the flash uh okay strong recommend are if, okay. if you are familiar with the flashpoint storyline and you are familiar with the last 20 30 years of dc films you will absolutely love your your time there and i'm i'm a movie nerd in terms of like industry side of things you know i'm i'm no defender of ezra miller ezra miller's <laughs> made a lot of mistakes ezra miller's paying some prices for those mistakes ezra miller did a fantastic job in that film and the director and writers managed to basically get every Easter egg and cameo that you could think of uh, jammed into that film. Um, it was amazing. Um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it, I, it was like a three-hour film. We didn't. My wife and I didn't realize it was a three-hour film until we. I think we had like an eleven o'clock show. We went like early on a Sunday because it's cheap. Yeah. Um, and we were like, man, we're hungry. And then like we were like, oh, it's two o'clock. That's why we were like, oh, we should go eat. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was a fantastic film. Uh, you know, it's not doing great in the box office. If you if you're a fan of of the DC franchises, go see it. You're going to enjoy it. Um, I mean, some of the cameos. I'll, I'll just give you one because your mind's going to be blown. 
Again, we we'll, we'll preface this with the the spoiler alert tag. So yep, if you're listening, alert, if you're listening back on YouTube or on the yep. podcast, like fast forward, you know, sixty if, seconds. If you're familiar with with the Flashpoint storyline, there is, you know, multiverse kind of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. What if right, I so told you? Yeah, spoiler. Yeah, go ahead. Let's. Right, let's what hear if it. I told you that Nicolas Cage appears as Superman? Well, because he at one point was was cast. Correct? He was in, Superman, in, and then yeah, never the death of Superman. But that movie never that movie never came out. There were some okay. documentaries on it a few years ago, but they managed to somehow do it. He's in the film okay. as Superman. I mean, okay. like, what what's going on? All right, um, now Seth, question coming back yeah. to you. you. Said there's 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 some cameos. Does do do they include an Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mister Freeze cameo? One of my favorites from childhood. The, if they did, it was like blinking super you'll quick. It. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, you can't. You can't get them all, cause, right? Because a lot of it takes place in in like the Michael Keaton Batman universe, mm. um, and I guess Clooney and Keaton are in the same universe. But um, I yeah. don't remember seeing seeing any freeze. But okay. it was it was good. Okay. I'm trying not to spoil more things. No, that's was, okay. It was real good. Yeah, I yeah. do think, and myself, I haven't gone to see it, Seth, but I think yeah. there's a big parallel between the flash movie and, and it's showing and attendance and also like 40k events the last two months where in 40k right people know yeah. the new edition's coming yeah so and everyone oh, knows this wanna... is kind of the end of the the current dc lineage but it yep. very much because it sets up a multiverse thing it very much leaves the door open that if james gunn and team ever decide they want to go back and revisit a character from the old dc films able to, able to it's go all it. connected now Okay. I mean, I, I will never turn down more Michael Keaton. That's just, if there's like three things that you know me for, uh, that, yeah. that's one of those three things. Um, we'll cover the other the others at some other point. But yeah, Michael, more Michael Keaton, always a good thing. Uh, always worth it. Uh, yeah. I, also, I also caught up on Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Um, okay. That is a underrated gem. I, I very much enjoyed the first Shazam. Yeah, the like second Shazam, I would say, is on the same level, if not better than the first. And I feel like the marketing team has completely missed the mark because that thing should have been marketed to children. If did you ever like read the Percy Jackson novels? Uh, I did not. No, uh, I was. I was like, not. In that if day. if yeah. you're if you're into like you know Greek mythology or any of those like young adults where it's like these kids are going to go battle mythical creatures, like this is your movie. Go see that freaking movie. It's on streaming now. You can just watch it at home. It's definitely worth it. I mean, there's literally a scene where they're riding unicorns fighting like minotaurs <laughs> and ogres and manacores and harpies. And you're like, what is going on? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's totally worth it, you know? So gotcha. it's, it's a good time if you like that kind of stuff. So, all right. Um, and then the- Zach, uh, go ahead. It's, it's fine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you! I can feel the I can feel the love that's there. Yeah. And uh, before we go on to the next, I'll make sure we got a couple of things I want to call out from chat here. Don't want to miss any of our interactions with the chat. Um, going back to as we were talking about Epic, we have uh, the ill-tempered Fireblade. That sounds like a Tau name to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want Mordheim back, another game that I know is beloved by many in the Warhammer community. More said so in the fantasy fantasy sector, but that's really really great one. Um, we're getting a lot of love for Nicolas Cage as well. So, Seth, thank you for bringing that to our attention there. That's uh, important information for the group. Uh, and then I'm getting some uh, some other references for Michael Keaton or movies that I should check him out in. So this is this is what we're doing uh, when, we, when we get the chat engagement. We get the great information for all of us to cover and, uh, and having that part set. But, yeah, I will have to check out 
I will have to check out Shazam Fury of the Gods. I did love the first one. Thought it was great. Um, so that 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 will have to be added yeah. to my list. Added to your list. Up. It's a good. It's like like once I was like coherent enough to like focus for a full movie <laughs> after all the cold meds wore off. That was like my wife and I sat down and watched that one day and was like, that was like really good. Why why did we not see that in theaters? Like it was one of those like, how did this miss our radar? Wait, wait a minute. So it's good. Mm-hmm. It was a uh, the, the movie was covered by Stealth, or it might have been a loan operative. Yeah, one, one it was. Of, it was. It was covered by Stealth. All right, just a, <laughs> a horrible marketing campaign. All right. Well, Seth, let's uh, let's let's move. We're going to move on to our discussion here for a, for a little bit. Uh, real quick, Lone Star Open LVO kicker is not here. Yep. You don't. He's, he's out. He's on vacation, <laughs> but he'll be back next week, uh, and he will have news for you all then about LSO and LVO. And some other oh, I'm probably forgetting about <laughs> open face sandwich. Maybe, yeah, maybe um, those probably we, we can talk about that part, too. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, event news. We'll have a lot to cover for next week with uh, with kicker being back. But that does now bring us, Seth, to our signals short question. So, Seth, you and I are both based here out of the good old U.S. of A. And yesterday okay. was Fourth of, of July, right? Yes. Uh, yep, did yep. you did you fire up the grill for some hot dogs and hamburgers uh, yesterday? Did grill some burgers. Yep, yep, yep. Nice, excellent. Okay, so we had that part. I got to enjoy some fireworks myself. Uh, but we know that Fourth uh, of July, it's all about that red, white, and blue baby, mm-hmm. and uh, hence the name of the show. Quick uh, play on words on there. But Seth, question for you: mm-hmm. Our signal short for the, for today. What are the best red, white, and blue colored armies? And I want you to pick an army or a faction for each of those colors, red, white, and blue. Very easy. Very easy, man. Reds, evil sons, uh, white is goths, and blue is death skulls. Done. <laughs> okay. Uh, quick and easy. So we know red makes the orcs go faster. Yep. Blue is lucky, lucky, right? Yep. Okay. Is there any significance for white in orc culture? No, just goths like black and white checkers. Okay, that's it. That's, that's it. it. And we know, there you go. we know we know purple is uh, that makes it they can't see purple, right? It or makes it invisible. invisible. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Purple orc. I haven't Didn't think nope. so. Nope. Have never seen it. Doesn't exist on the internet. There you you can't even can't even Google it or search it on Instagram or anything else like that. Okay. Yep. So Seth, we got you. We got your answers there. I of course came prepared with my with my right. answers. Uh, red, easy one here, folks. It's Blood Angels. Come on. What 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 are we doing? Yeah, it's Blood Angels. We got uh, blue. Gonna go with a bit of a wild card. I'm gonna go with Night Lords. Now they mix some like shades of blue in the lightning that's yeah, in there, yeah. but I I mean. It's either them or Ultramarines for me. And and white and blood of their enemies. Yeah, they have some red trim, I think, for the armor. But like, I think overall, they are red, white, and blue. They kind of are. They kind of are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, fireworks, red, white, and blue. And with fireworks, are very scary. They're scary to my dog. Not scary. He actually barks. He barks back at them. He wants to try to be louder. Yeah. And then for white, I'm going to go Horus Heresy Death Guard. So the OG right. white and green Death Guard scheme, or the Dusk Raiders as they were known at known, known at the time. Uh, I even with 40k, when you see some of the Death Guard armies uh, painted up, I painting white is is not something that I've got in me. Uh, but kudos to anyone who does because it looks to me it looks so much better than the green scheme. But it's just I'm I'm not into it. I can't I can't do it. So um, that's that's what. So for Seth, we've got red, evil sons, white goths, blue Death Skulls, and then my red, white, and blue Blood Angels. OG Death Guard and the the Night Lords chat. If you want to give us any of your, if you want to give us any of your colors and uh, and, and ways ways to go for those army factions, let us mm-hmm. know. But uh, I'm not seeing anybody right now that's that's mm-hmm. covered in there. So we'll we'll go ahead and move on. And Seth, we've got a lot to cover about 40k that has happened. <laughs> so let's let's there get were into a few it. things that happened in the last few <laughs> so, weeks. Yeah. So where do you want to start? Well, 
I th- I think let's start with uh, the the first thing they did, which was they dropped the the tournament companion, essentially the tournament pack. GW's kind of recommendation for how uh, TOs run events. Mm-hmm. There was a lot in the Leviathan tournament companion. Um, some of like the big bullet point changes. Um, they changed how some of the primaries and secondaries work. Uh, so they basically changed the points on deploy servo skulls. Uh, it's no longer cumulative. And they also changed uh, that around a bit um, rather than the, as it reads out of the box, those, the scoring can be cumulative, um, which basically means you, ha- you can get one objective all the way in your opponent's like deployment zone for 15 points, which uh, this is not as easy anymore they changed deploy teleport homers and behind enemy lines with how many points you can score those are uh a little bit more points now when you're playing the mission packet um which makes it easier for when you're you're either trying to draw them um or you play them both as fixed uh so it kind of gives you a bit more options there doing it by microphone um so those are just kind of little tweaks that was cool uh, all good balance all good balance all, patch all i know the things. servo yeah. skulls that one yeah. in particular folks were a little worried about running up the score early and that impact in the game so this yeah. one brings it down a little bit the game still plays the same but yeah. that removing cumulative is a, a good quality of life update yeah now the the big the big thing that everyone was was hoping to get and we got was the kind of fixed list of missions that they recommend oh, um, yeah, that one that to me, yeah, you want terrain, not a terrain, but we'll talk about terrain. Man. I okay. think that's huge because there were so many potential combinations out there rules wise for the missions because you got a, a different deployment mission rule and and primary for combinations. You had, I'm sure someone much better at math than me, but hundreds of combinations, uh, which to me was just kind of hard to wrap my head around. This really kind of narrows it down and, and helps you kind of hone in on it. Interestingly, they basically have all the deployments and all the primary missions in there, which makes sense. They really trimmed down on the mission rules that we're seeing. Um, so chilling rain is super common, which is basically there is no mission rules. It's just play the game as is. Um, the ones they chose to include are interesting. Hidden supplies adds another objective to the table. So it puts a four or sixth objective, but fourth in no man's land. Um, so you're adding one to that no man's land area, um, which is interesting uh, to kind of see that because they did that on one of the missions that has deploy servos calls, which is football, which is pick the objectives up and shove them towards your opponent's side of the board. Yeah. Um, and now there's four objectives to do that with, which is a lot. Um, the, the other two they chose to do... Um, Chosen Battlefield pops up a few times. That's another interesting one because that's player-placed objectives, mm-hmm. um, which I think is a little controversial because you can really stack that to your advantage because you place the objectives before you know attacker defender. Um, and with five objectives on the table, I could put effectively you know, one in my deployment zone, two in no man's land, but they're just barely in no man's land so that I can still score them in my side. And if I end up winning the the role and I choose that deployment zone, I'm going to have an advantage. And in the right mission, the right primary mission, that could be a big deal. Uh, So keep that in mind. Um, And then the last one they chose to add, uh, which only really pops up once, is Scrambler Field, which basically is... Uh, you can't deep strike, you can't scout move, you can't forward deploy on this objective, um, but they do it on a mission that's the ritual, which is crazy because you only have 
one midfield objective to start with, but yeah. you do actions to set up other midfield objectives, which means you can do actions to set up objectives, which then screen out deep strikers. Just the objective itself. That's like my brain hurts a little bit. So yeah. um, there's definitely some really interesting combos here. Importantly, there are 15 missions here total. Um, which very much allows TOs to pick and choose. So yeah. if there's combos on this list you don't like, it's not like there's only six missions in the set. And if you're running a six mission event, you're probably going to have to use one, each mission once. This is enough flexibility that even something like LVO, which has, you know, if you count the shadow round, 10 rounds of 40K, we could still play a different mission every round. Um, so I think if there, if one of these is a problematic combo, um, I like that they put out 15 so that, uh, TOs can kind of pick and choose. Um, and it also gives variety. We're not playing, uh, the same missions over and over and over again, because that was kind of a big complaint from, from ninth, which was the missions were starting to feel really samey, really exactly the same every time. So I'm, I'm interested. Uh, I've been playing around with them. Uh, it's, it's been fun. So I'm excited. I, I think we both talked about, we have, a, I have an RTT coming up this weekend. I believe you do too. I do. Yeah. So we're both going to get our feet wet with these missions this weekend and see how they, they work out. Yeah. Um, Seth, I'll note before we, we, we go into the train part of this too. I mean, this, this mm -hmm. was coming from games workshop as these are the recommendations and they even have some details on, you know, what missions should be used based on the format. You know, how many mm -hmm. rounds is it a one day, you know, three yep. round RTT is it a longer event, but Folks, if you don't want to do that, you don't yeah, have to. You can if, still generate your own missions if you as a TO want to. These are just what yep. they're giving us to work from. And yep. I think it's a good place to start. Yeah. And, and speaking of other things that are recommended or a good place to start, they and you can see if you're watching the stream here, we've got there's terrain setups. I'm going to show mm -hmm. one on the screen here that is a it's terrain layout two. There are four, count them, four terrain layouts that are suggested by games workshop um they do go into as well for describing these how they're going to be set where there are um, effectively bases for the train and then terrain pieces is that right seth is that yeah. is that an accurate yeah. description they, of how they these basically are? are showing here's the footprint of the terrain and then here is where walls essentially will exist um that their terrain it's interesting so it's they pointed out um, that square footage wise, it's actually less square footage than their setups were in ninth, but it's more coverage because they split that terrain up into more smaller pieces. Um, this is GW setup. GW has always had their own setup. Um, I think you're going to see some folks play with the setup, um, but I certainly think that uh a lot of other systems like player place terrain are still going to exist in 10th edition. Um, and I think there are going to be other predefined setups like WTC, I'm sure is going to publish their own terrain set here soon. And I'm going to imagine it's going to be different than GW. Importantly with terrain, they did state that objectives can be in terrain. Now they just can't be in yes. the walls, uh, which is very interesting. Um, and the kind of the big critique I've heard against the GW terrain is all of those pieces are ruins. Yeah, that's the part that um, I don't like. I, I like having some, you know, some, and it's yeah. different, right? Terrain rules are different now in 10th edition than they were 9th, but uh, I don't want to be playing on necessarily a cityscape all the time. I want yeah. some forest, Rats I want some craters, I want yeah. some, some other things that are, that are in there uh, that, that are included, but um, yeah. for, ha for having that part set. So that's that's the terrain layouts. Um, I, I I have been told that uh, the FLG terrain uh, setup will be in the LSO pack 
which is coming next week. Um, they're basically done with it. I just don't have the unlimited authority to publish that <laughs> to you guys. Uh, that would be kicker. And he's not here. So everyone, sure. harangue kicker for not Hang being on, here wait. tonight and going on vacation with his wife. How yeah. dare he? Yeah, Seth and I are not quite bold enough to take that step. So yeah. uh, we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> okay. keep that. We'll, we'll keep that yeah. one for the for, for the for the lead no. guy. Now that was that was that was GW's guidance on tournaments, and yeah. then they went one step further. And only two weeks into the edition, uh, with two weeks of of events under uh, the belt, uh, they released erratas and points updates today. So Seth, uh, this guy that's here on screen, yes, did he did he go the wraith knight? Did the wraith knight go untouched? No. He was touched several times, unfortunately. <laughs> um, now, the the big thing coming out of the last weekend was there were 11 GT size events in the past weekend. Nine of those were won by Eldar. That That's... is a lot of yeah. Eldar wins, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> and this, is craft, this is Craft World Eldar. We're not we're not talking Drakari. Yeah. This is Craft World Eldar, yep, right? Yep. This is this is just the Craft. <laughs> I told you guys I'm not 100% yet. Um, <laughs> He's hanging yeah, in. <laughs> I'm trying. Now, uh, they did fix fate dice uh, to an extent uh, in limiting that as once per phase um, because the kind of wombo combo was to take the big old boy over there, shove him up the field, dump all your fate dice, and just do like 30 bajillion mortal wounds to your opponent. And yeah. there's nothing you can do about it because between towering, being able to see through terrain and the fate dice and the devastating wounds on that model it was a highly oppressive combo so they adjusted fate dice so that you can do it only once per phase so there's no more hydukin superpower move out of one of these guys or a similar eldar unit and then across the board if your model had towering and was decent in shooting or if your model was indirect it got a points hike uh, by most of uh, GW, so those most. those uh, desolators—they're what thirty-seven points 30, a model now. Thirty-four, 35. I think. Now, yeah, they, yeah, they went like up that. There. Yeah, uh, they're they're a lot more expensive than they than they used to be. I think, I think for most base room players, they're still probably going to be fielding a unit of, you know, maybe maybe two units of five, one unit of ten. Uh, with the with the bolter uh, with the bolter drill enhancement, you know, maybe with the character yeah. built that are built in there from it. Uh, with Oath of Moment, having one unit of ten is still good, but you're gonna, I, th I think, Space Marine players are gonna be swapping some things out. We we did see some of the other armies, Seth, as you mentioned, that had indirect fire that took points hikes. You know, guard. Right, yeah, guard kicker was guard. upset about guard. He was. He, he, he was. reappeared. <laughs> he reappeared from vacation mode to tell us about that. One, yeah. How he was upset about that. Yeah, but not all armies that have indirect. So, for example, Death Guard, the, my, you know, my yeah, Death Guard that are yeah. still sitting in the closet of the Plague Burst Crawlers, they did not yeah. take a hit. Uh, now, Admech with some of their indirect, I don't think they took a hit either. So it's not not everybody, just most. Yeah. Now, you and I were talking about this before the show. Yes. Uh, were you expecting a, a actual mechanics change to indirect and towering uh, today, or were you expecting just a points adjustment? I, I I wasn't expecting there to be too many drastic changes. We're we're just a couple weeks out of the box, mm -hmm. and so from my 
from my standpoint, Seth. I, I, I like, you know, a couple weeks out that Games Workshop is being hands-on and making changes. I, I like that. We've definitely seen instances in the past, even, you know, going through ninth edition. So even AdMech, right? I just mentioned AdMech, and, and right now they're not doing so hot. AdMech and ninth edition, when they came out, they were hot for the first two or three months. They took a, a hit from Games Workshop and, and from the rules updates, and they just got pointed out where you just didn't really see them mm -hmm. get played a whole lot, right? So we want to see changes. We want to see updates. But uh, there is there is such a thing as too sudden of an update or too much of an update that's there from it. Um, and especially for the, for the core rules, I don't expect that those are going to get changed too much early on. Uh, mm -hmm. We'll see point changes, and, and there, there, there may be some other instances, certainly – uh, Games Workshop has their event coming up in a couple weeks. There's going to be a lot of data points here we have to cover. So this is not the end of changes for rules. Um, with the indexes, there's there's going to be more. But Seth, that, that, yeah. that's been my thoughts to it. I mean, anything else that, that I didn't cover? Yeah, I think, you know, as much as we want to see, I know there's definitely a section of the community that wanted to see actual changes to the core rules. I think it, it's very premature for GW to make that decision. Um, I think they want to see if they can balance it through other means. Yeah. Um, and if we get further down the line in this edition and it's still a significant problem, then I wouldn't be surprised to see them actually change our core rule functions. Um, but this, this soon in the edition, I think would be, uh, premature for them. They're not, they're, they're definitely reacting more intense. Uh, more quickly in 10th than they did in 9th, but that doesn't mean that they're going to react that quickly and rewrite a core rule in two weeks. Um, that would be impressive, uh, to yeah. say the least. So, yeah, um, well, we're going to we're gonna keep, pay, keep paying attention to it. So, yep. you know, folks, as as you're playing your games of 10th edition, as you're getting in for your events, come back for uh, every Wednesday as Seth and normally Kicker, and I'm just in the background. We'll be covering all those updates as we, as we have it because it is a new edition. Uh, for those of you that played in early 8th edition, there's going to be a lot of changes, right? Seventh mm -hmm. to eighth was a huge change, so there's going to be more changes. It's not the the be all end all, and there's yeah. going to be there's going to be adaptations to the game, much like yeah. a Tyranid High Fleet. And and I'll just I'll just go out and say it. I'm ready to say it. Bring more chainswords. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, sorry. Uh, that's that's for those of you who may be newer to the game. That's a uh, that that that's an old old favorite on how you had how you adjust to play in the game. But uh, Seth, let's talk a little bit about how to play the game and maybe some other places that you can learn about 40k. Do you yeah. want to get us? Do you want to get us actually covered very on well timed because there was a question in chat from the ill tempered fireblade, which I really feel like is just a play on on my name, Seth the Mad Doc. But uh, <laughs> he was asking, is there still a Thursday show? Yes, it is called 40k Meta Chasers. Now it is on its own YouTube channel. So go check them out over there. Um, but in terms of other content that's been out, Vanguard Tactics is uh, putting out a lot of content early here in 10th, including uh, podcasts for index review of Sisters of Battle with Mitch Beard from Sister Act and Chaos Space Marines. Uh, Good other, other fun things. Uh, I don't know if you saw last week, uh, but we finally were able to publish the uh, crossover show I did with myself, Tabletop Titans play on tabletop and angry joe um angry joe joined the network a few weeks ago and yeah. one of the things i wanted to do when we, when we got him on board was do this crossover because his audience is a lot newer to 40k so we wanted to get some of our, our more veteran content creators out in front of them so that was a lot of fun because joe is very much coming into this from a a video game uh reviewer perspective um so he very much has uh, different views on how 
a game should be balanced and how it should be released. Uh, and he is definitely vocal about any uh, critiques. So if, if you're looking for that kind of content, head on over and check out Joe. They're getting really into Combat Patrol over there. They feel like that's, that's kind of their primary way to play the game. Mm -hmm. So I think we're going to be seeing a lot of Combat Patrol content out of them. Um, and he's making his other co-hosts from his show uh, play the games. So he's just forcing them to fight each other, which is kind of funny to me. So that's fun. Um, and then do you uh, do you ever see this guy posting up on like all the social media on Mondays? Uh, used to be on Instagram, but now he's got his own blog, the Meta Mondays posts. Oh, yeah. So wait, Seth, you got do you have new news? For I us? do That's have new news. Meta, Meta Monday, Monday is joining the team. Um, hey. gonna be, so you'll be able to find his posts every Monday uh, on his blog as well as the Frontline Gaming blog. Uh, and if you want to support him, because I know I know that's a lot of work, um, he will also have an affiliate link just like the rest of our members. Um, so if you want to support him over there, you can you can uh, use his affiliate link to support uh, the work he does. Because uh, without without someone collecting all that data, uh, a lot of us talking heads have a lot less things to talk about. Um, so a little shout out there for Joe. So, uh, but I think that's in terms of another my, Joe's my, Seth, are, you, it, are you just collecting all the Joe's? Is that really what I feel like I'm doing most of the time is I'm like the Thanos of content production at this point where I'm just like, is that another person that wants to join my <laughs> ching and yeah, just keep adding them to my gauntlet, you know? So, yeah. So, I'm, I mean, you're bringing in content creators, but just there, there happens to be a high density of content creators in Warhammer that are named it, Joe. It, it has become it's slightly difficult now that we have like multiple Joes. Cause I'm like, it used to just be war games live Joe. Joe, and yeah. then we had and we had angry joe and and now we've got another joe i don't know if i should say his full name or not but we have met a monday joe and so i'm just like hey, it's a lot of joe yeah right that is a lot of joes and i can't be like go check joe out this week guys because you're gonna be like which one there's, there's three of them now now seth question for you are, are you worried that these joes are going to form like their own you know sort of justice league or perhaps like their evil doppelgangers that you know just just have like the it, whatever facial hair structure they have the inverse of it is going to like rise up and come come out of the internet for us any any concerns there no but i really think i should try to find more <laughs> joe content creators and then make a league of joes a league of joes yeah yes. I, li anyway. I, I like that i like that sounds like a good marketing opportunity here for these things <laughs> yes, here. perfect that's really <laughs> what i'm after all right um so uh we did have uh the community spotlight i put a post up today and uh, boy howdy i guess you guys missed me making that post every week uh because it got flooded with pictures so uh adam peterson uh he has this beautiful work in progress terminator uh he had a previous picture there's a pelt on the other side so i think he's going for space wolves um but just look at this this kind of like high highlighting he's got going on he's already got battle damage on that continent it's looking amazing uh daniel cardona's uh working on an abaddon looks great uh, for a work in progress i'm i'd call it done but apparently it's work in progress according to him so uh it's looking fantastic daniel uh lindsey Frey. uh you know i wasn't sure if this was a loyalist uh night or chaos i'm leaning chaos based on the fact that it's impaling a space marine on its uh sword <coughs> So good work on those uh, knights. I like the metallic blue. Uh, we have uh, Jory also working on knights. Uh, this is definitely more on the loyalist end of the spectrum. I feel like if this was a, if Kicker was to paint a knight, uh, Jory and Kicker <laughs> really just mesh 
palette wise. Uh, so lots of earth tones, but still looking really cool. So uh, I could definitely see that guy kind of striding around Mars. Uh, we have Gerode. Uh, Gerode has been working on, he actually posted a bunch of pictures of his guard. Yeah, um, I, these are the kind of the bombards that I thought looked really cool. So um, he's been working on his guard, getting his guard up to speed. Uh, Fighting Dice uh, is a commission studio. They posted up. Someone knows that Gene Steeler called are going to be good and someone wanted some fantastic looking GSC uh, and boy howdy did uh, Fighting Dice deliver. Uh, Patrick Martin, uh, who's previously posted his Votan before. Votan. This is a commission that he's been working on. He's completed the commission and delivered it. It looks fantastic. Um, and then finally, uh, Talon uh, Rooney has working on some uh, definitely not uh, Alpha Legion uh, Tap. <laughs> that but, does look like that shiny alpha legion yeah. blue for sure it looks it looks he also posted a bunch of other stuff <coughs> i just pulled one picture but uh <coughs> oh, seth. Right. seth is seth is dying there it, it's uh that that might be an attempt but, on your life from the alpha legion even suggesting yeah, I, that they I, would uh, be part of the, <laughs> the greater good <laughs> you know i i don't know i i chaos is definitely the one army i don't own uh you know so that's true so that's true Keep that, keep that in mind. Maybe there was something there with the dark gods. Damn you, Nurgle Matt. Ah, all right. So uh, I think that's about it in terms of what I had for tonight. Uh, final thoughts from the night from you, Nikki D? Yeah, I'll keep it short here. And again, uh, guys, quick reminder: we'll be, uh, we we should be back. I perhaps in full in our full form, like full yeah. Voltron, you know, full sort Voltron. of thing. Here. There's only three of us, not not five of us. But I think the three of us are good enough to equal, you know, five. Yeah. uh you know lions that's that's i mean there. i'm a big guy and kickers really energetic that's got to count for something <laughs> yeah so we'll we'll be back in full force next week and uh, uh kicker especially is going to have uh, updates for lone star open so be sure to check that out um seth and i should also have updates from our rtts this upcoming weekend so we're going to be super excited for mm -hmm. that um seth i will note in the chat that we did uh, get a question uh from earlier asking um are we are we getting gi joe on the channel have you heard of gi joe I, I, I hear he's a real American hero. That's what I hear too. That's yeah. what I hear uh, I too. I will be working towards. And that we did have a super chat right before we left from yep. the ill-tempered fireplay, just really wanting me to know that uh, they've been <laughs> ill-tempered since uh, October of 2001, uh, and they're calling me out for stealing their name. Uh, that's that's a that's a hefty allegation. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how if I'm going to be able to to live with I, that allegation. I might I think there's only investigation. Only way for us to solve it, and that is for the two of you to uh, battle it out at a 40k table. Play yeah. a game. Play I've I've already got my. We're going to be doing like a meetup uh, Friday night before LSO, and I've already got one exhibition game scheduled okay. for that. But okay. if I really just like drop the hammer on that guy, uh, then I can just kind of swing around and fill temper towers or fireplaces there. I take him out. But yeah, we'll have to meet up and and work this out on the tabletop. Only uh, way to do it. I definitely won't be uh, pulling on all my coaching uh, friends to to get me through that game. <laughs> oh, they'll be at LVO. I we'll be at LVO, right? Nikki D, we will be there. We will be. Uh, will I be do there. know that our work list keeps growing, but I will make time <laughs> to settle this grudge match. I mean, there's you know Thursday setup time. We 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 can make it happen, right? As long as Maybe. you're going to be the one telling kicker <laughs> that I have to step aside to play a game for a few hours. Oh, that means more work for me. So maybe, yeah, exactly. Maybe not. <laughs> exactly. I was like, if you're telling kicker that I have to not work and go play games for a few hours, it's all new, Nick D. 
yeah that's all i have for tonight uh so let's send this one to bed thank you so much for joining uh we really hope you enjoyed this episode of signals from the Frontline. have a great week and we will see you next wednesday bye everybody bye